Fresh off the KTX from Daejeon, Mr. Martin Karoki came in to speak with us about his incredible life. All the way from Kenya, Martin has come here to Korea as a runner in hopes of one day winning the Seoul Marathon. He talks about everything running, including diet, race tactics, training schedules, and how he deals with injuries. This is an incredible young man who runs an average of 150 kilometers a week in search of greatness. An absolute listen for anyone remotely interested in super athletes running or listening to a cool interview. By the way, his fastest half marathon is 65 minutes. Can you beat that? You are now tuned into This Korean Life with your hosts, Brian and Nate. All right, let's uh, let's go. Welcome to another episode of This Korean Life, number 95, featuring Martin Karoki Muriuki. Most recently, actually, as of last week, he is the the big winner of the Kyungju Cherry Blossom half marathon race coming in at uh, not as fast as pace, but still a very respectable one hour and 11 minutes, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. You took the day off. You're just just relaxing through that one. <laughs> That's awesome, man. How uh, how does it feel? Feel nice. Yeah. That was your your goal. Did you know? Did you feel that day? Oh, I'm gonna win. Did um, you? I always feel I'll be in the podium. Yeah. Top three. Top three. Yeah. That's my aim in every race. Awesome. That's awesome. Even in Kenya. Yeah. <laughs> a little harder competitive. <laughs> yeah. well he was he was saying before he came that um coming to korea he had to beat out a field of he, he was chosen out of three five thousand runners wow yeah how many racers were in gyeongju kenyans no no just in general do you know the amount no, 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 i didn't know no? yeah. well i think it's usually about a thousand no or the I, Wilson I would one. Say more. Yeah. The Wilson one was a thousand, I think. Thousand per five K, ten K, half yeah. and, and whatnot. Anyways, uh we met a month or so ago at um or I guess it was only two weeks, three weeks at the Ulsan Tewagang marathon. Uh, it was very easy to notice you and your team. Yeah. You know, uh, lightly jogging in after destroying the competition in the in the half marathon. Yeah. Um and I was very curious, most curious as to why you're here in Korea uh, running. And you told me, I come here to run. Like, what kind of visa? I got a running visa. Running can you give, visa. yeah, can you give, uh, for people who are listening, can you give some insight, some background as to why you are in Korea and how you came to Korea? Yeah, because I, after high school, mm. I started running. I liked running mm. very early. So I had to, like, running is my, like, if, apart from career, it's like my job. Mm-hmm. That's what I do for a living. Mm. Yeah. So if I come here for running, that's mean business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I run, I get paid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have another work that I do besides running. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you take it very seriously? Yeah. Okay, okay. Training every day, racing, mm-hmm. if maybe during the weekends. Yeah. So you, yeah, you're training. You mentioned too. You train Monday to Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. You are um, you if are driving is, from city to city. Yeah, if there are races, if there are no races, I continue with training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, how did you come to Korea? What's uh, your you started running after high school in Kenya? You're training with a with a large group of people. Yeah. What is the connection? How how do you end up here uh, as a as a sponsored racer? Uh, our manager had set a camp in Kenya back in about 2012. Mm. So when I finished high school, I joined 
the Korean camp in Kenya now. Okay, okay. So after training, I became in a good condition. So I beat the others and then I was I got a chance to come to this in 2018, August. In August 2018? Yeah. You came to Korea the first time? Yeah, in August. August 2018, awesome. Uh, and ever since you've been coming back and forth? Yeah, apart from now from 2020 when the pandemic I've been in Kenya for three years. Uh-huh. So you were here for before the pandemic? Yeah, 2018, 2019. Uh-huh. 2020, the races were cancelled. Uh-huh. So I had to stay in Kenya for about three years. Mm. So now this year, now I resumed. You resumed. Okay. Yeah. You resumed your... Yeah. Was there no other options during the pandemic to go to another country or other options for... No, you said that's your job and that's your living. So what did you do for uh, two, three years? I couldn't do enough. In, the pandemic was worldwide. Right. Mm. So... The whole world, there were no races. No races, races were no. cancelled. Mm. If there is a race, they had a lot of restrictions. Mm. So you had to do like just train in Kenya and use the savings that I had acquired when I came here. Mm. Right. Yeah. When, when you were in high school, what are your, what did you think you would be doing when you started high school or middle school? Did you dream of being a runner because you weren't even running yet? So what, what did you think you were going to do when you finished high school? When I was in middle school, mm. I thought I could become like uh, an engineer mm-hmm. or um, be an electrician. Mm. And then when I was in class eight, a friend of mine who was a bit older than me, who was running, he was he got a scholarship to Japan. Mm. He started running there. Mm. And then I saw he get he made me to be motivated. Mm, okay. And then I see. This job, this running is pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I thought, of, what if I can't try this? And then I found I have like the talent. Mm-hmm. So I said, after high school, maybe I can try for Anvia mm-hmm. and see if I'll be, I'll be fit for it. Mm-hmm. And then that's how I began. So school. no running before high school? In high school, I was just doing the high school games. And then I could just be beaten. Mm-hmm. Just in the local. Okay, so that's <clears throat> we had a, a question from one of our friends. Shout out to DC Dan Croydon, and he um, <clears throat> he was wondering how before your training, before you started officially training, how did you measure up to other high school friends? Did you know that you were a natural talent, or were you just average before you started training compared to your high school peers? I was just average mm. because I had no experience. Mm. I had no facilities to train, mm-hmm. so you're just look, using the any shoe to train. Mm. Maybe after two weeks you get injuries, so you see like it's painful. You stop training mm. and you come back, so it's, it was not consistent. Okay, training. okay. So even the performance was just poor. Okay, okay. Yeah. So do you think, do you think in Kenya among your peers, that most of them can be international runners? Yeah, if they can, if they can go through the pain, if they can persevere, like they all have the talent. It's just if they want to do it or not. Not all. If it comes from you, if you feel right. like, because you have to, because running is not being forced. You mm. can't be forced to train. But genetics will show us that the Kenyans are very good at running. Yeah, if right. You, if you give it. But I think many people wonder: Are all Kenyans good at running, or most of them, or just? Some of them, the only ones we see. Maybe let's say some who, are, who think, oh, I 
can do this. Mm. It's the physical gift and but you think the the mental. Yeah, and like we have a lot is of important. like role models. Mm. So he'll say like in your family you have a maybe your uncle you aunt was a good mm. man alone so or a person you know so you can say oh, I can try. Mm. Then you find yourself you are moving. Yeah. Because so many try but they fail. Mm. You see, oh, I'm not talented in this. Then you go back to other business. So, do you think that's because they lack the talent, or they just lack the drive and motivation and perseverance? I can say maybe they lack the talent because you can find there's a person who's trained for ten years and he has never never done it. his time or his body is just weak. Mm. Yeah, interesting. What do you uh, to to draw a parallel maybe with uh, with back home where many young children dream of becoming hockey players or or sports stars sometimes the family is very they're in favor in the like Nate like you said his father drove him to hockey practice go here go there go to different cities uh, do your parents agree with you becoming a runner when you go home and tell mom and dad like yeah hey, i think i want to be a runner are they are they very encouraging and hey you can do it son or do they try and steer you towards maybe get a safer job try engineering or electricity uh, at first when i was in school i mm. told them i'd like to start running and they said oh we, you can't mix the two you have first to study mm. and get a high school certificate okay good so i had to follow ah, okay, the okay. advice then after high school they told me you can go and try training mm. mm-hmm. see whether you can make it if you don't make it after maybe two years just come and go to enroll in the college cool Oh, very good. So if also if you run into injury problems or something, you can fall back on your high school diploma. Yeah, I can fall back and go back it. into college yeah. and like that. If you didn't have your diploma, then you have to you have a bigger problem, right? Yeah, that's a bigger problem. Yeah. Good for you. So you're you're coming here and you said as almost as a businessman. You yeah. you come here to you have a mission and this is to to make to race to improve your your skill set improve your times and to make money right yeah, to yeah. to earn the earn the prize money yeah, um, you're here with a team yeah. you're here with your kenyan friends yeah. um, when you're running is there an understanding uh, usually you guys will place what two people are in each race yeah maybe two or if mm-hmm. it depends with the race, if like the Taiwan half marathon, okay, you are all in the half marathon. Okay, everyone goes in. Yeah. Um, do you? Is there an agreement? We are probably going to finish first, second, third, and fourth. We will split the prize money, or are you actively competing against your against your peers? We actively compete against your peers. Yeah. If you are weak, I want the first place. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. That's off to you. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So do you keep your individual prize money? Yeah, yeah. And how does that run through the agency? Well, after tra- after the prize money, mm. mostly you get the you have to fill in the maybe the for a check or mm. a bank account. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they get accessed by the manager. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. They pay the manager, manager pays you? Yeah. I got you, I got you. Do you have to pay a certain amount to the management company or no? Mostly, like is it like ten percent of your winnings goes to the agency or no? Like twenty percent. Twenty Give it to compensate the ticket money. Mm, the entrance the fee to the yeah. yeah. The, okay. What does the agency do? I mean, other than bring Kenyan runners here, what does the agency do? I th- 
are they the shoe company? Yeah, yeah. It's a shoe company. Yeah. The agency is a shoe company. I gotcha. So they they make and or they I guess manufacture sneakers. Is it a Korean shoe company? The Jordan shoe. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the owner is our manager. The owner yeah. of that company. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so it's he, Korean. He designed the shoes. Okay. They are running shoes. Mm. Then we come, we run with them. Mm-hmm. And then it's like we advertise them. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're advocating, promoting for them. Yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. Cool. And you said there's a store over there too? Yeah. There's a, you, you mentioned yesterday, oh, maybe I can go to the store and yeah, get, yeah, yeah. he has a little shop. That's a shop. What, what's the name of the shop? Just so we can say after. Uh, Chomayo. Cho. The, the name of the company is mm. Chomayo. Okay, okay. National Manadon. Okay, okay. Association. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's go into uh, into your training. You you mentioned you train five or you yeah, five to seven days a week, right? You're training five, racing two. If there is no race like this weekend, uh, you're still training. First question: Do you ever take time off? In which instance would you take a day off of running? In every week, if there is no competition, in every week you rest for one day. Okay. Like when you're in Kenya, if there are no competitions, mm. we mostly rest on Sundays. In Sunday, that's my. When we are day. here. Yeah. The, this is our on weekends. We rest on Monday. I rest on Monday. Yeah. I got you. I got you. And what do you do on a rest day? Just sleeping. <laughs> taking water. Yeah. Maybe you can go for a walk in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Keep it's so it's very very focused. You stay indoors. Yeah. yeah. Is every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Do you have the same schedule every week no, no, of running? No. Can you can you take us through maybe um, uh, an average week? Maybe say, say when you're in Kenya, mm. if I don't have a race mm. Monday, I'll do a long run. A long run, like yeah. thirty kilometers. Okay, how far? Thirty. Thirty. That's a moderate, uh, steady pace. Yeah, steady pace. So, what, what, case, give pace. me your, give me a time. Four Maybe minute four. kilometers. Yeah, yeah. Four minute kilometers. Four. Yeah. Jesus, moderate four. pace. I'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday, we do speed work in the truck or in the roads. So this is what one one minute sprint intervals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Intervals. One minute sprint. We can do one minute off. Four hundred meters. You recover two hundred. You do 400 meters, like 15 or 20, 400. <laughs> the 400, you Sprit- are sprinting. Sprinting. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. How? 65 yeah. seconds. How, how many? 400, 400 meters? Yeah. 65 seconds. 65 seconds. Okay. You do like 15 or 20 of them. What about? But between them, mm. you recover for 200 meters. How? So walking or jogging. Walking or jogging. Yeah. Does it matter? Can you really walk slowly if you're hurting? No, well, what's that, more important? That's true. Yeah. Mostly we prefer jogging, a small jogging, so that you don't cool down. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I got you. Wow. Okay. And the, you're doing so only... now the intervals mm. they change. Maybe Tuesday you can do the four hundred. Mm. Friday you can do six hundred mm. meters. Then the next week you can do maybe one thousand. Huh. One thousand. That is two hundred meters. <laughs> yeah. One thousand. You do like ten. One thousand. Jesus. Yeah. Um. And you're doing only morning runs? Are these are some no, of these the runs work, split up into? The speed work, we take it in the morning. Okay. Like, but we start from like 8 mm-hmm. o'clock in the okay. morning. Then you do the evening at 4 o'clock. You but do it, the same the same thing again? or During the, like on Monday, mm-hmm. the, that kilometer we start at 6. Yeah. The morning runs, we do them at 6. Mm-hmm. The speed work, we start at, at around 8. Then on Wednesday, we do now the morning run at 6. 
maybe ah, 20 okay. kilometers okay. in the evening 10. On Thursday, you can do morning run. Mm. And then in the midday, you can do like stretching, okay. drills in the field. Stretching once a week? So that's if you now do... the major stretching. You stretch like one hour. Okay, okay. But oh, the, that's a major the, stretch. The basic stretching before you start training mm. and after training, like for 10 minutes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so you, yeah, I got you. On the Tuesday, you said you do the 400 meter sprints in the morning and you say you do go back in the afternoon for more? Yeah, in, at four o'clock. Maybe do, about 10 or 12. Same thing, one more time? No, no, not the interval. No, the jogging. Ah, just jogging yeah. 10 or 12 kilometers? Yeah. So every day you're doing... That. And there's never back-to-back. You would never do interval, interval. It would always be interval, no, no, no. slow jog. You can't do interval two, two times. Okay, okay. Yeah. So then you go on Wednesday, you do 20-kilometer run in the morning, 10 kilometers in the afternoon. Yeah. So every day is 30 kilometers? Yeah. Yeah. Average for a long distance run. So the Thursday you do a long run again? Thursday we do 20 to 25. 20, 25. Yeah. And Friday? Friday now you are back to intervals again. Back to intervals. Yeah. Okay. And your intervals change 400, then 600. On Saturday, oh. we do the last week long run, maybe of 30 or 35 kilometers. That would be the Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. The Saturday run. Morning, then, then until Monday. Okay, on Saturday, okay. we rest. Yeah. yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. Uh, this question comes from Aaron Saunders, and he was wondering um, about your mileage per week. Your mileage per week. You, you mentioned earlier is what, 150 to 180? 130 to 160? And that 160, 150, 180. Okay, okay. Yeah. Also, also from him, have you dealt with any injuries before? And what do you, how would you approach injuries? Personally, uh, uh, oh yeah, no, let's hear yours. Who cares about mine? I had an injury <laughs> in 2020. Yeah. I think I rested for about two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Just getting the massage. Okay, okay. And then I resumed to jogging. Okay. And it was okay. Okay. Yeah. That was an injury to, you said, you was it your heel? Yeah. You're next to your, I guess, uh, left of your Achilles tendon, yeah. Yeah. right in the soft, uh, yeah. <laughs> right in the right in the soft part between, uh, yeah, I guess between your ankle bone and your Achilles tendon. Yeah. And that I would think be... it was caused by the shoe. Caused by the, the shoe, shoe that I was using was a bit worn out, and I had no money to buy a new one. Yeah. So that's it was a... caused by the shoe. I yeah I. I have had that in the past too where I use my shoes for too long and as soon as you switch I go oh my god this you know within a week or two all the pain is subsides in your in your uh, in your feet or whatnot do you uh, have any insert in your shoes insert like a uh, an orthotic to keep your arch arch support no no No, nothing just the shoe just the shoe yeah and the socks you wear the socks you have special socks just Uh the normal yeah oh okay okay no no other thing What's important for your shoe? Do you have wide, wide shoe, light shoe, tight light shoe? Mm. Not a bit. The sole should be a bit thick. It should be thick. Yeah. Ah, I thought you would say the opposite. Thick to yeah. light and thick. Okay. To avoid impact, the cushion should be thick. Yeah. You can't like the spike shoe. Mm. It's tiny. Of course, yeah, yeah. But it's used in the track. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't use a spike in tarmac. Right. Of course, of course. So in the tarmac, you have to have the, the other shoe with a big cushion. A big that absorbs cushion. absorbs the, the impact. What about what about runners at home? If you go back a generation or two, were they wearing very thick shoes too? I thought, I don't know why, no, but no. I always imagined they were wearing you, very thin that's shoes. That's when you have now the access to the shoes. Okay. The shoes company. So if you don't have, you have to use the other ones. Whatever you, you have. It yeah. deals with 
your injuries because of you come back. The, a because few if you don't have money you yeah. can't access them okay. so you have to deal with maybe the second hand shoes okay 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 you get them maybe for a cheaper price okay yeah, yeah. maybe you can afford them you can be given by a friend who is who has a contract sponsor mm, yeah, yeah i a few years ago i think the trend began to get away from very thick shoes and people wanted thin shoes and they said it's a more natural um it's a more natural feel and i think you can even see some of the professional marathoners who run barefoot yeah but am i am i inventing that have i seen someone run a, a barefoot marathon no before? there's a couple kenyans that have run international barefoot <laughs> yeah but oh, i think it's the track okay oh you're running on track mostly yeah track the tatan you can mm. use you can run barefoot mm. but, it's, but it's a bit risky can get injury Injured of course yeah, yeah. yeah too easy ah so when you came to korea the first time was it with the same shoe sponsor that you have now yeah what were you using in kenya before you came i was just wearing the second hand shoes yeah. or maybe you can get a nike from mm-hmm. one person and adidas from another person so what was it like when you tried these shoes what are they like in comparison to the nike's or the A6 or something well, if else. If it's a new shoe, it's probably great. Yes. <laughs> in the in 2018 they had no this this is a new sh- model. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. The 2018 one was a bit small cushion. Mhm. So it was a bit it had a lot of impact. Mm. But they have improved. Mm. Yeah. Do they ask for your input for the next generation of shoes? Do they ask what you guys think? Uh, How do they feel? Do they you run? They ask you how was the shoe? Mm-hmm. Was the impact? Mm-hmm. Where can we change yeah. like that? You are a toe striker. When you when you're running, you run on your toes, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toe toe strike. Yeah. Not not heel. No no no. No no okay okay. Mostly I I finish my shoe at the front. That's why it gets worn out fast. Do you can you show me with your hand how your foot hits the hits the ground? You're doing like this and coming in. Just just on your. Okay yeah okay okay. He's rolling from the. Yeah place. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, that's interesting. Mine's I have the exact same, exact same one. And I when we were, I thought you just run on your toes. I do, but when I went to Runner's World in, I think it's called Runner's World. He made an ortho. I had the plantar fasciitis. Do you know? You were it hurts. It hurts in here. Ah. Uh-huh. Too much uh, or not enough arch support. Anyways, the man made me an orthotic, and I had to run on his machine. And he was tracking, I think it's called my gait, and how how I was striking, and I was doing the exact same thing, like this, like this. And he said that's probably one of the best, one of the best ways. Growing up, I thought heel strike was 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 proper, but apparently not. Apparently not. I just find that's how faster runners run on their toes. If you're jogging yeah. or whatever, then your toes is a bit fast. Do you mm. jog like that? No, you must jog like this. No, yeah. Yeah. It depends. Yeah. You have, people have different runnings. Wild, Well, uh, do, <laughs> the shoes uh, are they? When you go back to Kenya, are other people wearing these too these days? Because you said your your manager has um, connection with your Kenyan trainer too. Are those shoes going into Kenya now? Yeah, yeah, they are now in Kenya. Ah, cool. He, in the, during the pandemic, when we could not come here, mm. he was sending us. Send you shoes? shoes yeah. Ah, cool. How? To test and then we give the feedback. 
how are mm. they? Then he changes, improves. Amongst when he came up with this one. Ah, cool. Yeah. Among your friends in Kenya, how are they regarded compared to the Nikes or something else? Well, let's say the Nike is a bit known because right. it's worldwide. Yeah. And I think now the company is now coming up. Good. Compete with the top. What kind? Oh. Of, what kind of suggestions have you given? Have you given him when he sends you a pair of shoes, and he says, "Tell me what you think." What have you? What kind of advice did you give him? Lighter. Uh, we told him it's a bit lighter, mm. or it's a bit heavy, mm. or it's getting worn out faster in a certain place. Mm. Yeah, like that. Okay, okay, okay. How long does a pair of shoes last, or how? <laughs> Two I mean, weeks. If you're doing 100, <laughs> 150 kilometers a week, how long does a pair of shoes last? Maybe not more than three months. Not more than three months. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. I gotta change my shoes annually. For the three yeah. months, don't use the same shoe at all. Like in intervals, you have a different shoe. shoe. You use a racing shoe because mm. interval is like racing. Ah. You're using a high speed, Jeez. so you can't use the training. You're shoe. a real professional. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I would change my shoes. Ah, interesting. What uh, the the interval training is that? Do all marathoners do interval training? Uh, yes. All. How I know now the Kenyans are, it used to be only marathons, and now they're getting better and better at the thousand, the eight hundred. It used to be the marathon, the half, the five thousand or ten thousand, but now they're they're some of the fastest runners in the four hundred, the eight hundred. What is that different? Could you say I want to be a sprinter now and and run the eight hundred or the four hundred or no? No, we have the there are those who like sprinting. Yeah. But before there were no good coaches, or right. But you know, sprinting is different from long distance. Distance, right? In sprinting, you need a lot of gym, mm. working out in gym. So a lot of people in Kenya they can't access gym, maybe they can't afford. Right. So if they are sprinters, they can't compete with those sprinters who have all the facilities. Mm-hmm, so okay. they are a bit weak. But for now, they have improved maybe gym access, accessibility, and now they are coming up. So that explains kind of how they came down from the marathon to the half, 10,000, 5,000. Slowly, they're getting better and better at the shorter distances yeah. now with more facilities. Are now getting are now acquiring the facilities. Yeah. yeah. But for nice. the Maradonas, they are still there. Mm. I think it's a... Mostly mm. in Kenya, in running, you come from 5,000, 10,000, Maradon. Marad- mm. Mm. You can't come from marathon, half track, right? Sprint. Mm. Yeah. I guess I get you. That's a good a good segue into uh, supplementary training. Another question from Aaron. He wants to know, other than running, what do you do to improve your body strength or your or your speed or whatnot? Well, first is the diet. Mm. You have to take a balanced diet. Balanced diet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Vitamins, protein, everything. For okay. example, I would ugali. Yeah, ugali. <laughs> every day ugali. You can't take every day. Ugali. Uh, now, what's ugali? Is that right? Mursik? Mursik, yeah. That's milk. Uh, fermented fermented milk. milk. Like yogurt? Power milk. Yogurt, it's okay. No, mursik is yogurt? It's like yogurt, fermented yeah. but milk. it's not flavored. Okay. Yeah. Shitty yogurt. <laughs> sour, sour milk. Taste, yeah, sour milk. Makoli. Do you know makoli? <laughs> Korean makoli? Yeah. <laughs> That's, he was he was number Makali one. is the Korean Mursik. <laughs> <laughs> he was number one in the Makali ten uh, after the Taiwan Marathon, <laughs> sucking the taps dry. <laughs> yeah, they think it's 
That's why they give him the power. Nobody knows. Murdishik is the power. Murdishik, Magali, that sounds same to me. Yeah, fermented milk is more nutritious. When when I looked yeah. up on when I was doing some some research, that Ugali it says that's the basic runners is Ugali and Murdishik. Mm. Yeah. Is there you lots of do, other? You can do Ugali, Murdishik. Where's Ugari, the protein sources? Beef. Oh, Ugari, milk, greens, like greens. Yeah, it said lots of greens too. There's been a lot of greens. Mm-hmm. So what? What? Sorry, for a supplementary training, you're you're doing weights, you're doing uh, sit-ups, you're doing push-ups, you're doing squats. Yeah. Uh, running running stairs. What's the? That's the sit-up, push-ups. You do them every day. Okay. Okay. How many are you doing? The weights, mm. maybe thirty fifty. Thirty to fifty. Intervals thirty fifty. You do these oh. sets. Okay. 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 Push-ups. In the sit-ups. morning after training. In the evening after training. Okay, okay. Yeah. What about uh, in terms of um, in terms of running? I know most of your work is done on a track. Do you do uh, hill running? Do you go into the mountain as well? Yeah. Now that's changes on maybe on Monday, Wednesday. Mm. Okay. And Thursday or Saturday, the long runs, the long runs that we do on that we change the courses. Oh, okay, okay. You can decide to do a flat course on Monday. Yeah. Then on Saturday we can do a hill course. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Uh, a fellow friend, Rich Morgan, he was at. He ran the half as well with you in uh, at the Tewagang, and he was saying after the race, his ankle hurt for for two weeks. Oh, my ankle it's still it's killing me. So he was asking, what do you do post race for recovery? You just yeah, you put your put your foot in a in a gallon of Mershik. No, I no. can say like. Is it just rest? We have trained yeah. for yeah. us. We are used. Yeah. Okay. Maybe the way you learn, mm. like you, maybe you will feel out of pain tomorrow. Yes. Me when I learn today tomorrow, it just be okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> so the recovery can be different according to your training. Okay. Okay. If your body is tough to training, mm. it will be tough to racing. Mm-hmm. So no need to recover much. And okay. the, for me to get an injury, I have to be. A long time. I'll take a long time to get an injury. Okay. But you have not trained well. You can get injured anytime. I got you. Yeah. Um, so you're you're saying? I mean, you might be more tired after Tuesday sprint than running a half marathon race. Yeah. Okay. You could yeah, be more yeah, tired yeah, after. Yeah. My question then: Why don't you go faster? <laughs> hey. Like, There's a maximum speed. In. In speed work, mm. you see there are intervals. Mm. You are resting, mm. so you have the, the interval. You have to do it at your mm. fullest speed. Mm. But in racing, you have the consistency yeah, mm. for the long distance. But but that's I mean. So you can't sprint for the whole race. Right. But if you push yourself further and further, it, the recovery won't change. Uh, I mean, are, you're always running your almost your best when you're running these races. Races. No, no, no. No, he said he stays. Why, why not? No, no. Explain it, it what you depends. told me. Staying with the pack and then yeah, the last. Yeah, the leading pack. Just to not use too much energy. They are running a lot. Mm. You follow them. He's like a. He's a. Um, I told. He's a Korean speed skater. I run behind the huh. first group. Uh huh. So if they, they are running at a slower pace, because I can't run <laughs> at a faster pace alone. You're like the lion. Just like tomorrow I have another race. Uh huh. So because I'm running, I'm not running for a record for now. I'm right. running for man. So I have to keep an idea. Whatever you need to do to get the money. Yeah. So he just. So on Sunday, there's no race Monday. So on Sunday, sometimes you don't think I'm just going to go 
show these guys how no, fast there, I really am? There's no need no, no, because he, there's no need. he follows for 18 kilometers, then the last because three, I know, see you later. For me, I believe I have yeah. a finishing kick. Yeah. yeah. The, the last one, two kilometer, I'm very strong. Hmm. What's the I fastest half marathon you've ever run? Dude, ready? Six, five. 65 minutes? 65. Oh. Yeah. But that's what he... <laughs> On a bicycle? That's what he's running. He's doing 110, 108 now. Do you know the difference between 108 and 110? The race is not competitive. Yeah. You can't run 65 and maybe the second comes 70. 70. That's yeah, that's huge. So that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, using yeah. a lot of energy that is not required. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. The, I, five minutes in a, in a half is massive. Yeah, I'm targeting yeah. like a major marathon, like in Seoul. Mm. It's a faster course. Mm. They are professionals. Mm-hmm. So if uh, the leading pack is moving at a 205 pace, mm-hmm. you follow them. So... Usually it's all Koreans, right? You're just following the Korean lead pack, or maybe <laughs> just, just the Koreans. The, the Koreans must be angry knowing that you're just waiting in the back to kill them. <laughs> if there is, come like, on, <laughs> there is a major races. Oh. Yeah, maybe you can find Ethiopians, Kenyans. Right. Okay, but in the smaller races, no. Anyone like mm. in Kyonju? Yeah, the first runner was a Japanese. Uh huh. Really? Was very strong, so he had to follow him. So are you mentally, I mean, if you're running these places and you don't know, are you mentally prepared? Maybe there's a random guy who's much faster than the Koreans that I have to go with? Yeah, you have to. Like you're okay anyway, you're okay? You have to observe the pack. 106 pace, 110 pace, whatever, no problem? Yeah, no problem. He's got a strong kick in the end. But if you got the Japanese guy going all out 105, are you going to follow him? You have a race Sunday? Yeah, yeah, I have to follow him. Follow him? I have to win. My aim is to win. That, but that's right. Yeah, but then you might finish third on Sunday. Or you can finish no, second no. and first. On Sunday, I still aim to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand. If, if it means doing 65 Saturday and 65 Sunday, it's okay. Get it done. Get, Get it, it done, done, boy. That's, that's incredible. <laughs> we, I saw you on the, on the podium in Kyungju. Very proud, accepting your, I think you got a stuffed animal, uh, a bouquet of flowers. Uh, and, uh, and what kind of prize money do you get for winning such a... Such a marathon or half marathon. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned your uh, one of your dreams is to continue to develop your skill and eventually run the Seoul Marathon, which you're gonna win. We're gonna interview you one more time. I promise. <laughs> and can you tell listeners what the what the grand prize is for winning the Seoul Marathon? The normal prize is eighty thousand US dollar. Eighty. 80,000, yeah. <laughs> Nate's getting a new Shit. pair of shoes. <laughs> but if you run for a course record or a good time, mm. they pay according to the times. If you run a sub 204, mm. you get 10,000 or 100,000. Anybody? Anyone? If yeah, there's 10 guys, sub, sub, sub 204. Hold oh, on. That's, that's best sub in the world. Sub 204, yeah. there is a prize money for it. J- Hold on. That, that's that's 80,000 plus 20,000? Yeah. Hold on, that's the eighty thousand grand pl- grand prize plus twenty thousand, or that's one hundred thousand just for a setting course record for running a sub two or four. A hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So Jesus. hold on, it's not by first place, second place, third place. It's everybody sub two hundred five, sixty thousand. Everybody no. sub two hundred six. There is a prize money mm-hmm. for sub two hundred fours. If you run a two hundred four, okay, separate first prize place money. Uh-huh. is ten one hundred thousand. <laughs> then second place. If you run Sub two or four, and mm. then the second one run two or six. Will not be under there. So yeah, yeah. Two or four prize money. Will be under. 
Well, that's motivation. So what do they do? Yeah. 204, 205, 206 finished? Yeah. So if, and if you break the cost record, I think it was, I don't know, 50, mm. 500,000. Mm. What is the course record right now? Do you know? Uh, four, I don't know. Two four something. So just Dude, for, you're going to win. Just, you're going to do that. Just for personal. Maybe I can try to do two or three. Oh, dude, do it. Yeah. Just it, for yeah. perspective, um, what is a what is a monthly salary in Kenya for a school teacher or an engineer? Just to put in perspective, the the money. A school teacher, mm. maybe in dollars, two hundred a month. Yeah. Two hundred dollars a month. Okay. Each the, month. the minimum, the lowest paid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, you have the like the principals they get. More than a thousand dollars. More than a thousand dollars. So if you won five hundred thousand for for setting the course record, you'd be you'd be okay. But so just for example, if you're getting five hundred dollars once or twice a weekend, that's two and a half times a monthly salary of a skilled person in your country. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty lucrative running. Oh yeah. Sweet. What are uh, I had a I wondered how many guys are on your team. Now yeah, six. Six. Yeah. Oh, you'd say. Uh, do you do six go to every race? No, maybe sometimes you go different races. I saw you guys had four. You had four. Uh, four at Tewagang. I thought that was your full team. No, you were six. You guys had six over there. Yeah. Ah. Oop. Two were hiding. So, <laughs> so my question: If if there's six of you guys, um, what is what is the difference between? F- Half course prize money and full course prize money. Mm-hmm. First place in the half is five hundred dollars. How much? No, no, it depends. On the list. That was Gyeongju. Oh, how much was first place in the full in Gyeongju? In Gyeongju. First place in the full marathon. How how much? Gyeongju. They didn't do this marathon. This. Oh, they didn't do it. For marathon, they they usually pay around one million Korean won. So so double. Yeah, double. Oh, so if you're racing for the money. And you have six guys, and you have to. You know you're going to compete against your brothers each time. And you decide the three to go to do the marathon, three to do the half. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Maybe two marathons. It makes more half. sense that some of you guys mm. do full courses one week and half courses the next week or something and rotate. Yeah, no, you can rotate. So you do that sometimes. Uh, sometimes, but there are, we also have some other uh, maybe like two athletes are set to do the major races. Two what, sorry? The strong, the strong okay. athletes are set to do the major races. Mm. Okay. What are the major races in Korea? Like, two guys did Seoul Manadon mm-hmm. and Daegu. Daegu Manadon. Daegu. Mm. Yeah. What are we... So, so those are just the guys from your team? Yeah, yeah. Because there's other Kenyans that come? Yeah, there are others. Now in Seoul Manadon, mm. that's two guys our team, then you find Ethiopians, Eritreans. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Two questions about the courses that you have run in Korea. Do you have uh, a favorite course? Do you have a course you hate? And maybe the course you hate is maybe the most difficult course. So one you like, one you don't like, and the most difficult. The favorite course, I think, a flat course is my favorite. Okay, okay. Tewa River. Yeah, except the goddamn bridge in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the stuffed the stuffed people yeah a flat course always you can do a, fat, a faster faster time sure you don't use a lot of energy sure yeah. but in hilly courses mm-hmm. you have to struggle going up yeah for example what's uh like some chalk marathon yeah 
Shout out to Pink Shorts up in Samchuk. Really tough. (laughs) Robbie Pink Shorts. He's uh, be next month hmm. in twenty one. Ah, okay, okay. Samchuk. Do you train differently for that one? Oh, you're running on the twenty first. I'm running the Samchuk marathon. And then you go home on the twenty third. Yeah. Jeez, Louis. (laughs) Do you you train differently for the hilly marathons? Yeah. Now you have to know if you're going for a hilly marathon course, Mm. you have to shift your training a bit and do a lot of. Courses so does your manager prepare the game plan for you guys or do you guys do it or do you do it together or we do it together with the manager then he give us the list of the races so you can look at the races you know how the course is so that uh, so you're planning just your training. training adjust everything according to according and, to what you chose and typically in korea the spring and fall are the marathon seasons there's not much July, August. There's almost nothing because yeah, it's too hot. Swamp. But that's why mostly we come for three months. Yeah, and go home. Then during July, August, take all the money and go home. We stay in Kenya. <laughs> yeah. And on September, we come back. Yeah. Ah, cool. Um, what What are the qualifications of the manager? Because, like ice hockey, I owns, mean, owns a shoe company. I would find it hard for to to believe in or to trust my Korean hockey coach when I came from the best hockey country in the world. You guys are the best runners in the world. How, I mean, does he let you guys have a lot of say in what happens in the team and how it works and and training and everything? Does he trust you or does he have a lot of influence? He trusts us. Like in training, he don't interfere with the training. You guys make your own training? Uh, you say, we're doing this? He says, okay? Uh, we follow our Kenyan routine. Okay, because he doesn't know or because he just respects the ability of you guys from Kenya? He knows, but he mostly he, he trusts our training because we do it better. Yes. Yeah. And they have the experience. So why wouldn't a guy like that transfer the Kenyan method to Koreans? Well, maybe the Koreans, they have to, to be ready to do it. Mm. Because you, you, you got the method, you guys, I mean, between you guys and the Ethiopians, you guys can win yeah. every every race in the world. So it's Yeah, if, if you get a chance like to come in Korea and maybe now we are not racing, mm. we are showing you how to train. We can do it. Like there is a time we come and join the rest of Koreans in bone camp. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. In what kind yeah. of camp? It's called, it's held in the bone. Bone. A place called bone. In Kenya or here? Oh, yeah. Here. Bone. Uh-huh. It's around August. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's you're running there tomorrow, right? No. You said. Yeah, tomorrow there'll be a race in that. Place. This is a national park, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In August, there are camps. Hmm. Middle school, universities, those who are running. Uh-huh. camp. They go to that. It is not hot during no. August. Oh, okay, okay. So most of the sports, they come there. So in 2018, we came and we joined them. Like some coaching and yeah. like that? So we were doing Mental. like training together. Mm. So they could follow us, maybe keep up with our And what, what do you think? It was good. They performed. Yeah? They performed well. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Those who kept, kept with our pace, mm. in their games, they went and performed well. Um, again, training here, mostly on a, mostly on a track. Uh, on, our, on our way here from the KTX today, you were telling me about... Um, running in your hometown side note nate his hometown is famous for a waterfall 
and it's a very touristy area, very similar to my hometown of Niagara Falls, supported by the by the tourism industry. Um, can you tell the audience some of the stories that you told me about running at home, like running up the side of a mountain, like next to the waterfall, and about some of the animals that you encounter? It's a bit like we run in the forest. Yeah, okay. There are a lot of forests there. You find animals, elephants in the morning, but you just... You know how to deal with them. You yeah. pass in the sites. Yeah. So long as you don't go near them, mm. you are safe. Okay. You have the hippos. You have to keep an eye on them. <laughs> That's so crazy. So that <laughs> they don't attack you and they are going back to the rivers in the morning. Yeah. yeah. So you say if you run if you run during the day, no problem. No but problem. Uh, at uh, in the early morning, they're returning to their... Yeah. To they can the, attack you if, to you, their if you're not careful. Yeah. And you said one of uh, a fellow runner was attacked. Yeah, I was attacked mm-hmm. in the evening. What happened? Yeah, one hippo was a bit aggressive and he was wearing headphones when training, so mm-hmm. he couldn't hear it coming. So he just got attacked. But a guy who was training ahead of him came and rescued him. Wow. So he's, he just got injured. Yeah. What? Uh, you said the hippo what, gave him a. Give him a headbutt, yeah. knocked him over, and his buddy came in. Yeah. Can what you imagine, man, you're running with Dr. Dre Beats headphones on, and you just get sideswiped by a hippo? <laughs> what about the what about the tigers and lions? Do you just try and outrun them, or no, how the, do those work? The dangerous ones are mostly in the parks. They are locked. The elephants, they just move. They are not that much aggressive. Mm. The elephants, the hippos, the zebras, the gazelles. Mm. Yeah. Well, he, was, he showed me a picture... I, where was that picture taken? How close would that be to your house with the rhino? No, I was in another place called maybe like 50 kilometers from mm, okay, okay, hometown. Okay. But it was in, um, yeah, they, it looks like they, they fence they, off. They don't, yeah. They, they put big fences around where the tigers and, and yeah. stuff are, right? Yeah. I, can't, <laughs> I was telling them I saw a deer one time here. In in ten years, twelve years, yeah, outside running, I saw a deer once. Yeah, but now the guys with the GoPros, you see them on the YouTube every day, running from grizzly bears in Canada and, and Alaska and in uh, Montana. I mean, there's tons of videos of it now, guys mountain biking or or running or whatever. And man, I saw one yesterday. The bears, cougars, lynx, lots of different stuff. Yeah, I got attacked by a cougar in a bar one time. Um, when you're running. Do you uh, do you listen to music ever? When training, yeah. mostly you don't put music because you are you are training hard. Yes, you don't need the music. Maybe when you are relaxing. Okay. Before training or after training. But when you're when you're training, music mostly is absolutely. You don't need distraction. What do you think about when you're running? You think about how is your body. You like feel your body. How is your body reacting? Yeah. yeah. You feel like, are you getting tired? Is your body moving? Mm. Are you responding to the training? Mm-hmm. And then during racing, you focus on winning. Okay. So if you are ahead, you have to focus on being on the head, in the front. Mm. If there are people in front, you have to focus on, can you can you manage to mm. catch up with them? Okay. Can you manage to overtake them? Yeah. Where Where is your ranking among the six brothers? Third. Your, your six Kenyan brothers, third? Is that but is that a is not like permanent? Mm-hmm. It's not just like there are two strong guys, but I can still catch up with them. But is that a driving motivation to beat those guys? Yeah. Hmm. Every week you're trying to beat those you're two guys. To beat them in every race, you try to beat them. 
But they're older than you, right? Yeah, you said they have yeah. two more years experience. What is? One is 30, 30. Yeah. The other one is 38, yes. 38? Yeah. Oh, there's still a hope? There's how, still a hope? How old is, <laughs> how old is Elliot Kipchoge? Uh, I think now he's... Fast. 39? I don't know. But really? he just he just ran the sub two minute two hour marathon last year, didn't he? Yeah, dude, you got 30, 30, you got thirteen not, years left. Not age. You cannot even in forty five. You have like Edna Kiplangat. Most of the Koreans are fifty and sixty. Edna Kiplangat, she's a lady. I uh-huh. think she's above forty, and yeah. she won the Boston Marathon. Holy shit! Wow. So my next question was going to be, what is the peak age for typical marathoners? Mostly from twenty six. You can do major marathons mm. up now to when your body says no. It's hold, on, body hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're 24. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can. What What's the the Olympic qualification is 210? Is that right? Yeah. 210. What's your marath- Your best marathon time? For now, I've not done a major marathon, a, a full marathon. But what's your best time for a full? Six. Maybe I can say two hour, two eight. I did pacing for a lady. Two eight? Yeah. So I mean, you, I you, you dude, so you're you gonna do the two four no so problem. Can, yeah, I was busy. So you can so qualify for the Olympics. So what do you mean, twenty six? <laughs> two hour, two eight. Ah, two hours twenty eight. Yeah. Oh, two twenty eight. Okay. Uh, the lady qualified. Okay. It was a Korean lady. It's in okay. Seoul Marathon. Yeah. Okay. It's in the YouTube. Okay. 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 Yeah. The so you think your peak won't be for another few years? But for now, if I can do like racing in a marathon, I can do two hour fifteen. Two fifteen. Yeah. So I have like two years to take away the five minutes. That's Dude. how long it takes me to tie my shoes. Wow, <laughs> man. I I really, really hope you do that. I'll so be, five minutes. Yeah. So major marathons for, for profe- world-class athletes, 26 would be the start of your yeah. really competitive career? Yeah, 26. For how long do you think? 10 years? Maybe 10 or 15. 10 Maybe. or 15. Yeah. Cool. So you're still, you're still chasing. You, you know you can knock time off your... Off your times. Uh, I still have time to train. And yeah. When, when you're running, you're running for yourself, obviously. You're running to make money. Yeah. Do you do you feel like you are an ambassador for Kenya? Do you feel you're running for your country as well? Is there some uh, some national pride while you're running? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You feel like you're representing your country mm-hmm. whenever you are. So you feel like I'm making my country proud. Mm. Cool. People, people recognize mm-hmm. Kenyan athletes. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Do how you, how are you received when you go home? Maybe uh, people what? cheer you up. They are happy. You won medals. Wow! When you go back, you have your kind of war stories from from Korea. Uh, oh, I won this race. I won that race. They have like a party. Oh, cool. Yeah, very nice. Do you ever uh, or how do you feel about maybe a stereotype that Kenyans are runners? That's the good part. But what about like Kenyans are only runners? Do you feel that part of it also? Ah, oh, you're from Kenya, you can run. Ah, oh, you're from Kenya, you can run. But no, no, we can do lots of things. Like we feel in Korea, they say, oh, you're white, you're a teacher. No, many people are engineers, <laughs> teachers, professors, businessmen. But they, the first reaction is, ah, you're white, you're from America, you're a teacher. Or do you ever feel? And we're like, no, we can do lots of things, not just teaching. Maybe it's the mentality of people. Mm. They think that because a lot of people here, like they say in Korean, they know Kenyans, they are good runners. Mm. 
maybe they know Kenya because of running yeah mm-hmm. or they know because of maybe Kipchoge or yeah. those crazy yeah. times and the six in <laughs> the six dudes that are here so are all runners they think as well <laughs> Kenyans all of them they are runners yeah so maybe that's how maybe they think most of them Sure, like they think we live in igloos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. We stereotype. Everyone stereotypes. Different but. talents. Yeah. Sure. Tibola, sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Engineers like that. Oh, that's awesome. But the most famous because other dudes in Kenya are mm. most famous. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, was it when you're when you're growing up? When uh, who's who's the inspirational? Um, Who, who's your who's inspires you is it Kipchoge is it uh, who's the other guy here my yeah. good Kano Kipchoge he, he Kano yeah, yeah Kano that that was was that was running do you know the history of running in Kenya uh, not a bit from maybe 2010 do you know I mean the world was, the world was not very global so in 1968 the Mexico Summer Games yeah that was Kano Kipchoge he uh, won He won the marathon that kind of put Kenya, announced Kenya to the world. Hey, we can run. And and then after that, Kenya has kind of accelerated as uh, uh, taking over and running. But is he is he a local hero? I mean, he must be. Ah, he's a local he's, hero. He's the first guy ever. And now... He's recognized. And maybe a stadium is named after him. Ah. He recognized. Like Kipchoge now, he has a library. Oh, okay. The government build a library. Oh. Which and which Kipchoge? The new one. The new one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the modern one. Fifty nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he's. I mean, that's. <laughs> yeah, library named after him. But he Nate sent me the the story about. Was it Kano Kipchoge? Yeah. Kano. Kipchoge Kano. Kipchoge Kano. Yeah. Um, he was running. Did he had some? He had a, a problem with his with his body, right? Like he was in pain, I guess, during the Gold whole. Bladder. Yeah, he had a gallbladder infection. He he powered through the race and uh, ended up winning. There's there's um, lots of things that I read and have seen on the mental toughness of Kenyans. On the mental toughness, they said there's the genetic aspect, but also uh, even within Kenya, there are certain areas that it, it's the mental fortitude or that that mental conditioning that really separates them from the rest of the pack. How do you how do they develop this? What makes your your brain strong enough to 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 push through the pain like Kano Kipchoge? You can see the tough conditions when growing up. Okay. Maybe you went to school for a long distance. Mm-hmm. You have to endure cold, the cold. The cold? You have to, you have to walk. How, shoe. how, how cold? cold? <laughs> Not that cold. <laughs> Today, okay. <laughs> like uh, six degrees. Six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's pretty that's cold. Six, yeah. yeah. You have to endure walking during the rains. Okay. It rained on when going to school and when coming back home. Okay. You grow in a tough environment. Mm. So your body, your mind, any toughness, you are okay to fight with it. Okay. Yeah. It's not... Uh... Do, do any of the big runners come from Nairobi or are most of them from uh, the countryside? So areas. most of them come from poor backgrounds? Yeah, yeah. Mostly farmers. Mostly farmers. Yeah. And running like boxing maybe in in America a hundred years ago, uh, running is a way to break out of the countryside. If they don't want to be a farmer, they turn, they say, oh, this is a chance to to make it big. Yeah. Is this, this is the idea, yeah. Maybe 
if you are from a poor background, maybe most of the learners, most of them dropped out of school because of lack of maybe school fees. Okay. So maybe if you have, don't have a certificate, mm. maybe you can't get employed. Okay. But running, it doesn't require any certificate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. your body. That, yeah. And, and it's just like football. Yeah. I mean, you don't have the training facilities, but that's why football is the most popular sport in the world. Because when I was in Ghana, they would they would just get a ball of garbage and yeah. tie something around it and just they would just play with yeah. anything. And you find talents there in most of the famous. Yeah. Maybe footballers. Mm. If you check on their background, all the, most of them come from slums. Mm. Because that's all they did. Yeah. That's all they did, right? Yeah. In in the city, they don't have those. They're dreaming of being doctors and lawyers. Yeah, most of them they focus on learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Kalenjin tribe uh, in Western Kenya has, has produced uh, a lot of uh, internationally recognized runners, um, and they tack lots of their success up to running to school early in the morning. Yeah. This is something you said you you have done too. Yeah. Uh, because, Why not walk? Because you'll be late. <laughs> get up earlier. <laughs> no, you get up early, you have to do some work at home. Maybe the mother was milking, the father was doing other things. Uh-huh. So maybe the breakfast was a bit late to be okay. made. You have to take the breakfast. Mm. And then there is time lost, so you have to cover it, so you have to run. And then the school is a bit far, like okay. 10 kilometers away. To yeah. elementary school? Middle school. Middle school, 10 kilometers? Yeah. You're running Five a 10K on the way to middle school? And maybe you have to move and you have to be in school by 7. You're morning. carrying a bag of books too? Yeah. What kind of pace are you running there? Are you doing four-minute kilometers? Yeah. <laughs> At that time, you can't tell because you don't have a watch. Ah. Yes, right. When you started training, did you always have Did you always have the, uh, the, the, the smart watch and timing your pace and whatnot? No. I acquired it afterwards. After... Acquiring some money, mm. I purchased it. How much it, does it help you? Before I was using just a, a local, just a simple watch. Yeah, to just help me in measuring the time, just mm. knowing the time. Does it does it help you? Yeah, a lot. Because it shows you the pace, yeah. the distance. You are the total mileage. Mm. What what would happen if you didn't have it? Because Maybe my thinking you is overtrain. your race is follow the pace. You can overtrain. <clears throat> not train. for training okay yeah. but what about for races does it help you in the race or you don't need it yeah it helps out because you can know maybe if you are dropping the pace if you are in a good pace but you're just following the lead group waiting till the end no now maybe <laughs> when you are running for time okay or when you are behind yeah. you have to maintain a tie a pace mm. to keep up so you don't you struggle to maintain a certain pace mm. so when you see it is dropping you have to push hard ha. so it helps you in pushing hard to maintain that pace being being a runner and just from other runners in the communities in Kenya how do you regard the Kalenjin tribe is that oh they're born better than me or I'm going to do everything to catch them or they have an advantage or what because they're so famous yeah I think it's because there are there are many many learners there mm-hmm. So that's why they produce a lot than in my tribe. My tribes, they are not many learners. So comparing the production, mm-hmm. the colleges will be more than like good. Yeah. But I mean, when you then, when you, when you say, I'm going to be a runner, and you go, oh, 10 Kalanjin guys, shit. <laughs> or 
no yeah, problem. I think, I think they they are good because they challenge us. They challenge one another. Mm. Huh. They are best from my tribe. <coughs> they are best from the college. And then mm. when the college insists, oh, there's another tribe here. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> let's move. Let's beat them. Your team is all your tribe. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Tribes get along. No. Yeah. Tribes are all and get along. You come like from different areas. Mm. You find like in Korea and like in here in Ulsan, mm. it's, a, it's a type, a, a tribe of maybe a different tribe. Mm. Yes, yes. They're in different regions. Right. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. They, they like Gyeongsang Namdo. Yes. Yes. Okay. You're from Jeju, you're from <laughs> Gyeongsang Namdo. Yeah, 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 okay, okay, I got you. Do, growing up in Canada, uh, I did track and field, mostly shot put, javelin, discus, but I also used to run 10,000 meters. But we would have like city contests and regional contests and provincial contests or races do you have that in kenya or is it just you run in your region and then there's a national championship or what kind of local and regional competitions are there they are not much but we have the when they want to select like a kenyan team yeah they start from the local yeah we do the local racing then those who qualifies they are taken to regionals they qualify, they go to the nationals. Uh-huh. So when you're in elementary school, is there is there like a regional running competition yeah, or no? That was for the schools. Like in they do have, high school, okay. they do have the, the regional high school. And what level does it go to national or no? No, I did reach nationals. I reached region. Then. But I mean, in high school, can you? is there a national championship? Yeah, yeah. In Canada, it stops at provincials. For because if, if you win the provincials, you're probably on the Canadian national junior team. In Kenya? They do the up to nationals, uh-huh. and then after nationals, they go to the East Africa. There is an East African high school wow. competition. Wild. But by that time, they're on Team Kenya. Yeah, now they represent the Kenya Kenyan, team. Yeah. The Ethiopian rivalry, what is that like? Because you're the two powerhouses in running, and I was reading the Bekoji uh, region or tribe in Ethiopia is kind of like the Kalenjin in, in Kenya. What is that rivalry? Like when you see... Ethiopians at the race in Seoul is that hey brother let's get them yeah it, it, now, then are you in, running as a in, team or you in major competitions uh-huh. now we run like Kenyans mm. yeah Kenyans you uh-huh. have to beat the Ethiopians so okay. it doesn't is it a strong rivalry time. yeah it's very strong the Ethiopians are very strong like, like within Canada Russia and hockey are almost uh-huh. equal yeah okay, okay. so you have to push extra okay so you have to work as a team yeah. If you are two Kenyans, you don't mind which tribe you come from. You yeah. are Kenyans. Okay, okay. You have to beat the Ethiopians. Okay. So one when guy the in the Ethiopians back. Ethiopians are out, you can decide. So you decide. Today I trip the, the Ethiopians, next week you trip them. <laughs> as long as you take out the Ethiopians. It's okay. It's okay. I guess. But, yeah. but if there's a Zambian that comes in the mix. You take them. Too. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean. Win. Yeah. Yeah. Win but I mean, Kenyans. sometimes Canada will lose to uh, Switzerland. Mm. or lose to uh, Czech Republic. But it doesn't, we're like, we're disappointed, but it doesn't hurt as much as losing to the Russians or the Americans because that's the fiercest rival. Is it like that for you guys where if if a Zimbabwean or Zambian wins the race, well, we still beat the Ethiopians, so it's okay. (laughs) Or for us, let's say we say like in Kenya and Ethiopia, we are neighbors. mm. We Mm -hmm. we border each other. Mm. So if we have a uh, maybe a white guy mm. 
If he wins, mm. that's disappointing. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny because it's true, yeah. Better what than Ethiopia. Ah, yeah. eh? <laughs> oh, he must be doping. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's a good question too. Is, is there doping in? Uh, I, I mean, it's it was prolific in in the bicycle world. Have you encountered or or heard about that? Yeah. About anyone doping, like blood doping, yeah? Yeah, there yeah. is some cases of doping. Mm-hmm. And how is that dealt with in the running community? Is it understood like uh, he's he's doping, and is it is it frowned upon? Is it accepted? Is it no? It's not accepted. Mm. You get banned, and then if you get banned, mm. you don't you don't you can't even train together. Mm. Yeah. But see that you go home or mm. you start another business. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what are what are the what are the impacts of doping in long distance running? We are very familiar with it in sprinting and in in sh- you know more power explosive events. And the only other one I'm familiar with for distance or or endurance is the Tour de France with Lance Armstrong. They were doing blood doping to recover faster. They were in putting blood with more oxygen to to recover faster. But what is the if it's just a one shot race? What is what are what are the advantages? Are do you know lots about it or not really? Uh, I know some. We, so what get, would be the big advantages? It's just one race, right? It's not you're racing a marathon every day. What would be some of the advantages? Advantages of doping? Yeah, in terms of leading up to one marathon, it's one race, one shot, two hours. But the, most but, of them dop during event training so that you can train harder than the rest. So, ah, uh, so would it, it's okay. It's during training, so you yeah, can. So then the race is easier. Then the race, yeah, you run easier. Okay, okay. Because even if you drop, like let's say you drop, you can't move with Kipchoge. Oh, yeah? is it that much of a? Yeah. You? Yeah, that's like me. Mm. If you started for now, doping for now, if I like I drop, six I can't months. move with Kipchoge. Really? Because he is strong. He has experience. He has the energy. He has the experience. The the bones are okay. Mm. It's not just doping. Mm. It's even depending on your training. Ah. You cannot you cannot train and dope and expect to perform. You cannot perform. Okay, okay. Maybe they do doping for maybe to boost a bit your training mm. or your performance. Is that common in Kenya? Maybe is it like five percent of? But most of them are banned. Uh-huh. Wow! If you are caught, you are banned. Is there many testing situations yeah. or opportunities? Yeah. And the agency, they do a lot of awareness. Hmm. So even if you are caught, there's no bargaining. No ban. Tribalasi, very famous runner. Yeah, very famous. How is he regarded in your country? Is he very well respected or is it Kipchoge is better? For now, the for our generation, mm-hmm. we respect Kipchoge. Yeah. The generation that was before, they uh-huh. respected Haile uh-huh. and a guy called Keino. Mm-hmm. Like Kipchoge Keino. Mm-hmm. We go like in generations. Generations, okay. Yeah. So who's the generation? Every, everyone has yeah. their has their Wayne Gretzky. I guess. Is that is that a dream to be a generational runner? Yeah, I'd like to be a person to be remembered mm. like highly. But is that is that what you're doing? Is that what you're training for? No, you train first for like business because you train to earn a living, and then if maybe your body allows or time allows. You become a legend. You go for legacy. Yeah. Wow. How how hard is it, or or what is your diet like in Korea? Are you eating ugali here? Ugali is maize flour. Yeah. Are you eating that here? 
Yeah, you, you come with it. You come with it? You yeah. bring a couple of 50 kilo bags or what do you bring? Yeah, about 30 kilos. Each? No. All together? Group, yeah. For three months? Yeah. 30 kilos, that's it? You don't take. For When you are here, you don't take every day. Uh-huh. Like after one day, we skip mm. one day. Mm. Any kimchi in the diet? No. For those, you take during the lunch. Mm. Lunch, kimchi, chichamyeon. And in the morning, we pick kugad. Ah, interesting. Yeah. You if eat you're three. going kipchogi level, I think you got to cut out the jajamyeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, in a different country. So oh. you have to adjust the foods. Are you eating three meals a day? Yeah. Do you have any But restricted time? Like in the morning, we don't take meals. We take bread. Yeah. Banana. Pre, pre-racing? Pre, no, after pre-training? Training. After training. After training, okay, okay. Banana, mm-hmm. bread, and milk or tea. So you run, so for training, you are running on a fast, you're running fasting, fa- yeah. on a fasted stomach? You just wake up in the morning. Train. Do some stretching. Okay. You go for training. Okay. But for training. for race, yeah. you oh. eat before? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because okay, the race, you start at around 8, 9. Okay, yeah, So yeah. you have to wake up at 5 and eat. have some food. Ah, interesting. You're waking up every day 5 o'clock? Yeah, 5, 5.30. What time do you go to bed? Around 10. 10. You sent me a message at like midnight the other night. Yeah, sometimes you get it. <laughs> yeah. sometimes Watch a Netflix. Yeah. Is there is there any even during the days we spend a lot of time sleeping? Sure. Yeah. So maybe at Recover. night uh, yeah, no sleep. Yeah. So maybe you can extend to twelve. Yeah. Is what part does sleeping pay play in your training? Resting it plays a role in recovery. Mm. You take water, a lot of water, and then you sleep. Your body recovers fast. But what about the routine of having the same bedtime, the same wake-up time, and, and getting your at least seven hours of, of sleep in? Is that, do you guys, is that something you follow or you don't care? or? No, I don't follow because maybe the day you slept for maybe five hours. So during the night, your body not yeah, but they, out of hours. I'm thinking about Matthew Walker, the sleep scientist, and he will say, studies will show that if you don't sleep seven hours, you, you're your max level will uh, deplete 30% faster than an opponent. Well, maybe. Yeah, he's not studying Kenyans. <laughs> But that, that's what I'm curious, if, yeah. they, uh, if it applies or if they're aware of that stuff or if yeah. they learn about it or. For us, we, as long as you take a sleep, you sleep well. Mm. But you sleep five hours or nine hours, you feel same? If you sleep like 11 o'clock mm. and you wake up at 5.30 and then after training, Take sleep at 9, you wake up at 12, you take your lunch, you sleep at 2, you wake up at 4. <laughs> You're half bare. Yeah. So Holy you sleep man. a lot. So. Yeah. Wow. That's, when, I was in, when I was training in Thailand, that, like, I wanted to go out and, and do things, but it was go, like, oh, I'm going to go to the beach. But it was just, I, I felt like my body really needed a, a deep sleep. And that was my same thing. Train a couple hours in the morning. Have a meal, take a nap, train in the afternoon, have a meal, take a nap, go to sleep at night. That was the whole, that was just my, my constant cycle. Can you share just um, with races in, you've, you've done races in Kenya? Correct. Yeah. Can you share a particularly memorable moment during a race or uh, for Kenya and in Korea? Do you have any outstanding memories? Like, uh, you know, it was the last... It was the last three kilometers. We were neck and neck. I, you know, and you blasted past and it ended up winning or uh, maybe we say in 
uh, a come from behind victory. Maybe you had to tie up your shoe and that put you back 500 meters, but you ended up winning. Any any really, um, you know, it, it might seem trivial to someone who's not a runner, but something that was special to you, a special moment in your in your racing career. Maybe in Kenya you can say one race yeah. that I did. I did not win, mm. but that race was very competitive to mm. me mm. because I felt like we were about a hundred guys in the leading pack. Mm. Nobody's coming out of the leading pack. Oh, okay, okay. So we had all like finish at the same time. Ah, interesting. So it w- so you are like you finished at a good time, mm-hmm. but you find like five seconds mm. ahead of you. There are like eighty guys. Eighty. Oh. It's hard to push through in that yeah, in that kind of pack. Everybody is strong at the finish. Yeah. Everybody is strong in the middle. Mm-hmm. So it's, it was a tough race. So I don't know if we've touched on this already, but mentally, um, have people passed you in races? How how do how do you deal with that mentally? When you're you're running, you feel the at some point I would imagine in your early career, you've struggled with um, maintaining a strong pace, and I would imagine at some point you look back and you can see someone coming behind you. How do you deal with that mentally? Does it affect you? Does it affect your um, does that affect your pace? Are you just one man on a race? This is, I, I'm doing my thing. Or how does that affect you? When you, maybe the, that day for the race, you feel like you're not, your body is not responding. Mm-hmm. So you, you just say like, I just ran my race. Mm. Okay. I do not care who will pass me or okay. I just ran my race mm. because that was not my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of... Uh, if you come to Korea and you you run ten ten races, you run what ten races? You think every three months? Yeah, about about ten races. Yeah. How many of those do you feel okay? I'm good to go. Is it eighty percent? Is it half of them? You go in maybe half. You're like, uh, you know I'm not feeling it today, and half are good. Or do you feel about ninety percent are are good? Let's say in Korea ninety percent. Mm-hmm. Korean races most of them. Apart from the major races, most of them are, are not that much competitive oh, okay. compared to Kenya races. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Compared to what? Kenya, Kenya races. races. Right. Yeah. Because Kenya, you find like 1,000 strong guys. You can't beat them. They are strong. Yeah. <laughs> you finish all of you like 200 guys at the same time. Do you think being in Korea, financially, you can do better here? Do you think the quality of training would be better if you stayed in Kenya all year round? I think... In Korean, it will be better okay. because you can have access to good trucks. Okay. Maybe you can you have some money. Mm-hmm. Maybe but you can have money to you can access the gyms here. Mm-hmm. You are earning here. You are earning. Mm-hmm. In Kenya, you don't earn. You okay. spend what you have earned here. Okay, I yeah. get you. Why Why isn't there more Kenyans here? Should I start a business? Runners. Why isn't there more Kenyans running here? You said it's not competitive. If I get a business and bring 50 Kenyans over, it gets more competitive for you. Yeah. Why isn't there more Ken- Kenyans here? Maybe there are no more managers, Korean managers in Kenya. So I need to start a business. You can. <laughs> uh, wh- yeah. What about the coaching part of it? Do you, do you feel a lot? I mean, you guys are natural born runners. 
You became the best in the world, not from training in gyms, from running in the mountains, away from the hippos, whatever. That's what made you guys the best runners in the world. How much does training, does training give you like that last one or 2% to make you elite? Is that what it is? Having access to the tracks and the facilities? Yeah, when you get now the access to the facilities, you can run faster time. You don't get injuries faster. Uh-huh. Well, at that time, maybe you have a contract with a shoe company. Mm-hmm. So get some money to buy maybe supplements. Mm-hmm. You can have maybe three meals per day, strong meals. Mm-hmm. That's why I wonder how much the difference is. Mm-hmm. Because you come out of Kenya as one of the top runners, how much more does the supplements and stuff, how much can it help you knock off a minute off your time? That'd be huge. Mm. Huge. Yeah. Three, three, minutes. three minutes. Wow. So if you stayed training in Kenya all year, you think it's not as beneficial as training here? Yeah. Maybe if, if in, when you're in Kenya, you can get access to like supplements, yeah. the shoes. Then it's okay. You can, you can do a good training. Mm. But what about part of the credit for Kenyans being good is that they're training at altitude. Yeah, altitude also and helps. here there's no altitude. Yeah. Because in altitude, but, and that that must be a huge advantage. Yeah, that's that's the biggest, I think. So how advantage. I mean you can't replicate that training here. Even with the supplements, you can't replicate training at Isn't there those uh hyper something tanks? Hyper yeah. You go in the you go in the tank and they and they like pressurize it and you're sure, but uh, maybe you like uh you take like two months, three months off. You go and train to Kenya, adopt the attitude, and come back. When you go back and train in the hills, are you out of breath? Is it yeah, hard? Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. Hard. It's very hard. So when you For come the first here, first one week, when you go back to Kenya, you yeah. struggle a lot. Yeah. To copy the attitude. So ideally, if but you, when now you come back here, oh. it's very easy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were going to run the Seoul Marathon, you have to. You would want to come right from Kenya. Yeah, yeah. How long do you need to acclimate back to Kenyan climate? Is it a week? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks training. So you could leave Ulsan straight to Kenya. Two weeks, come back, Seoul Marathon, peak condition? No, to come back, maybe a month. A month? A month, a month will be okay. Wow. Wow. That wow. is so That is so cool. Uh, do you have any, um, any advice for someone who is just starting out? If there's <clears throat> maybe a high school student or, uh, or a university kid who's looking to get into running, recreational running not or a guy like me yeah <laughs> i ran a 10k in one hour this morning <laughs> well it depends with your attitude towards running mm-hmm. there are some who do running for fitness mm-hmm. they are like us we do for money mm-hmm. so if you are doing it for fitness it's good because it's also good for your health mm-hmm. But if you want to do for the professional, mm. you have to work extra hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No doubt. What are some of the big sacrifices you've made to get to this stage? Do you not hang out with your friends? Obviously, living away from your family. What are some big sacrifices you've had to make? You have to live away from your family. Mm-hmm. You have to enjoy the pain in training. Mm-hmm. You have to cope with training, hard recoveries, the pain, the injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to enjoy the maybe if you have not yet accessed the good shoe, you have mm-hmm. to enjoy the old shoes. Mm-hmm. You have to persevere that toughness yeah. until you reach the higher point. Do you have any uh, motto 
any motto um any yeah. yeah what's your what's yours for me it's a hard work pace hard work pace yeah i like it i like it when back to uh when i was in thailand the one that really stuck with me um was i think it's attributed to henry ford but the the line was whether you think you can or whether you think you can't you're right so kind of the power of positive thinking if you think you can you're, you're gonna do it if you think you can't you're gonna fail what do you do if if you have free time or, or what what do you do to enjoy to wind down when you're not running and you're not sleeping do you ever go to the movies or play video games or what do you do to enjoy yourself in your free time well, I watch movies and listen to music. Cool. What kind of tunes you pumping? Pop. Yeah. And most of the night, some Niger. Okay. Niger songs. And now my local songs. Some a bit hip hop for America. Cool. Yeah. What about K-pop? K-pop. Korean Yeah, yeah, I like it. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gonna well, be it's every warm up before your marathon. Every time. I like the. <laughs> The funny Korean music, yeah. like the PSY. Sai. Uh, Is PSY? Sai. 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 Like Psycho. Yeah. Yeah, Psycho. Yeah. 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 I like Gangnam style. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Do you hear that at the marathons? Yeah, yeah. Training yeah. it, warm up? I, I have some mu- warm up music song. in my phone. <laughs> yeah. What about alcohol? Do you ever consume alcohol? No, it's not advised. Not advised? Alcohol, cigarette, any drug. I, whoa, what, what about the Chinese guy that smokes a pack? Uh, that have you seen him? Yeah, yeah they got so, Uncle something, yeah. Uncle Dumbe. What What do you think <laughs> after the for your health? Yeah, always uh, surprised me after the Korean marathons was they have makoli and soju tents, and every guy when he finishes, the first thing they do is light a cigarette, and I go, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because most of here they run for fun, recreation. Mm, yeah, so it's like you are out for a picnic. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. who runs a marathon for fun? That's what I, I I finish a half or a 10K and go, who runs a marathon for fun and then has three cigarettes and a bottle of soju? <laughs> it can be for fun or for fitness. Yeah. 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 I think just the personal challenge. Yeah, no, and, personal challenge. But what do you think when you see that? Do you go, oh, my God, or do you go, hey, good yeah. job, boys? <laughs> yeah, but when you find like someone is smoking, you feel that smoke, it chokes you. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you're not breathing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, looking man. looking ahead to the future, Ojuhan, formerly Wilson Lionel Urepe, is he a role model for Kenyan runners? I imagine Korea is not the only country that has young Kenyans running, um, but his his story is he came to Chongyang in 2015, and he was gonna switch nationalities and get his Korean citizenship and run for Korea at the 2020 Olympics. He was trying to run previously, 2016, I believe. His goal was to run for Korea in 2016, but it got stifled by the IIHF, or IIAF. Mm-hmm. HF is hockey. So he had to wait, and I believe he did run for Korea at the 2020 Games. Is he someone that you and your teammates are aware of? Do you talk with him? Is he a role model? Is it something you guys would think of? Switching allegiances... I mean, if you got to 32 years old and you knew you weren't going to make the Kenyan national team, but you could race for Korea in the Olympics, is that something you would consider? Yeah, uh, you can consider. For me, 
if like even now I get like a Korean citizen, I can run the trucks, mm. can do the road races. Mm. But mostly for now I can do truck mm. and run for a national team. Because in Kenya it's very hard to get to the national team. Mm. But for here you can get to the national team and maybe get a chance to represent the country. Mm. And, yeah. So is that something that would appeal to you maybe if you realized five years later, I'm not going to make the, the national team. I'm just not going to get there. In Canada, many young guys go and play for Germany, Italy, many other Korea at the Winter Olympics had like eight Canadians and Americans playing for the team. Uh, that would never make the team in Canada. Never. For me, if I get a chance, uh. even now I can do for Korean. Team. Yeah. Sweet. So, do you know this guy? Yeah, Rupa? Wilson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have he, you talked he, to him? Do you... you are with him in Seoul Marathon this year. Uh-huh. I think three weeks. And is he like a mentor for you guys? Does he does he help coach you and tell you what to do or strategies or how to... Well, it's because we are not from the same area. We don't come from the same area. He trained in another region. Yes. So, we don't interact that much. But if you wanted to run but... for the Korean national team, wouldn't you phone him and say, young name... I want to get a Korean passport and run for Korea at the Olympics. Maybe I can find him. Uh-huh. If he has the now the maybe the the knowledge of how to get a citizenship here. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said you guys must not be unique in Korea. There must be groups of Kenyans in many countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. How how prevalent is it? How common is it? When you go home July and August, do is there like just all these Kenyan runners that come home? Hey, you were in Japan, you were in Argentina, you were in America. Is it like a reunion, everybody coming home? Or what is it What is it like? Yeah, it's like, it's like a reunion. Because in my region, people, we train in like in the same field or in the same area. Mm-hmm. But we don't go to the same country. There are some who go to Europe, mm. America, Japan, Australia, Europe. Then after the racing season, now we go back for the training. We meet now in the same region. Okay. And we are like, oh, how was Europe? How was Asia? Is there uh, countries that everybody wants to go to, but necessary, but can't necessarily? No. As long as the race you are going to is in any country. Any country is okay. Yeah. Cool. But what about in America, you're making dollars or euros or pounds? What cost Where if you go to Thailand, you're winning baht. Well, whichever race you get, as long as it's paying well, mm. because most of the major races, I think they pay in dollars. Even the Seoul Marathon, they pay in dollars. In dollars. Yeah. Oh, wow. Huh. Man. So you're not, you haven't run the Seoul Marathon yet? No, I did pacing this year for the ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when do you plan to run? Maybe in two years. Two years, two years, wow. two years three years. What? Because you don't want to just go and be normal, you want to go to win? Why not just go next year just to try? No, I don't want to try. <laughs> I want if if I want to win, like I run a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you when you know this and see your brothers going to other countries and stuff, do you ever think of the business part of it? Maybe I should start coaching in Korea. Maybe I because I mean for a long time the Korean football coaches come from Europe because they know the Europeans are good at football. So the national team here almost the whole time I've been here, 20 years, has had an international coach. Do you ever think of the business side that you could start a running training center here in Korea? Or you could be the agent to bring over more runners to Korea and, and be the in-between person? Or are you just think thinking only I'm a runner? 
I can coach people mm-hmm. like in Koreans, maybe the young people. I can maybe coach them with the Kenyan style of training mm. for them maybe they, to reach that stage of running like Kenyans yeah, or yeah, competing yeah. international races yeah. so that maybe because I don't think in Korea there are no a lot of people that run major races. Right. Mm. But do you think of the business side of how can I make more money? Like you, are you selling bracelets? Yeah, for now. Mm. But I mean, you could be coaching But, running. Yeah, I can coach. Or you could be you could be setting up business with, for example, my wife, who speaks English and Korean. Now you have a translator. And how can we get more Kenyan brothers to come here and train, or, or run races, or and you could take a cut from each one. Do you ever think of the business part of it? Yeah, I can think about it, but you know, you need to have someone who can help you. Right. Maybe if it's like coaching here, you need to help someone who can help you, like who can coach these people, mm-hmm. or these are the people who want to train, mm. give them the program, mm. like that. Because you can't just say, I want to coach it. You don't know anybody here, mm-hmm. or anybody who is willing to run. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Ah, I think you got some future possibilities, my friend. Yeah. Eh? I think there's lots of chance to, lots of chance to open I up the, the the Koreans, the younger generation, the ones who are like they like athletes. If they do it, they can still manage to even beat Kenyans. There's there's some pretty famous Korean marathoners. Yeah. There there are a couple very famous there's ones. The guy that won the one the Olympics. One yeah. Korean won the Olympics under the Japanese flag, unfortunately. But the uh, yeah, there is there is some, uh, just not as many as like you say where you're from. They can also beat Kenyans if they turn hard and maybe. Think so. I think running is not like meant for a specific place or country. Maybe I can say it's because the younger generation they don't have that. Maybe they don't like running or they have. <clears throat> they get educated and mm. they get employment mm. instant. That's a yeah. what. What do you think of the whole world focused and and trying to learn and study from the Kenyan runners? Because many people do believe it's genetic. And I read one that said if you measure the legs of everybody at the Olympic starting line for the marathon, the Kenyans' legs and Ethiopians' legs will be on average 400 grams less in weight than their competitors. And over forty-two kilometers, yep. it's a difference of eight percent saved energy, which is huge. You can say it's the genetics, maybe, mm. or I thought it's amazing to re- it's genetics. Let's say it can be genetics. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. we also have some other runners who are doing good. Type. Sure, 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 yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Of like let's say the Jamaicans, they are very sprinters. 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 Yeah. yeah, they are very famous. Right. We have now the The Japanese who are running two zero five in mm. the marathons. Mm. But I, I was saying to him, yes, there are others, but <laughs> the one article we were reading was in 1997 or until 1997 or something. They, in the whole history of America, only seven guys had run sub two ten. But in one month. November 1997, 37, 37 Kenyans ran sub 210 <laughs> in one month. <laughs> so there's something special in the Mersik uh, or the Ugali because man, But that could be a difference in traits. Like 
difference in training, yeah. the attitude, yeah. and the environment that you grew up in. Yeah. And maybe too, it takes it, it now. I mean, now that the whole world's connected, you're, you're going to see the countries maybe catch up to to Kenyans, but just like they have in hockey. Hockey, exactly. Yeah. That was the that was the point I was going to make. Yeah. Where you you have a system that you're sticking to and it's working well, you're able to overcome. But just like it, it'll be the same. It'll be you in 15 years coaching in Canada because now the Koreans are coaching Taekwondo all over the world. The Canadians are coaching hockey all over the world, and. If I want a hockey job, I got to go to Kenya and say, hey, I know how to play hockey. I'll train you guys. We'll start winning in Africa. Then we'll start winning in Division Three, and then Division Two, And this is how you get these Cinderella stories from from these guys moving and using their skills. Those people have taken Kenyan coaches to their countries. Mm. Some They are runners. Mm. They are performing well. Yeah. Like next day in Japan. Mm. Most of my friends are in Japan. Mm. They train in Japan. So there are Kenyan coaches in Japan. I think that's why Japan is yeah. having a lot of love. For, for sure. Maybe the Korean people, if they can copy like the same, import Kenyan runners yeah. and coaches. Yeah. Maybe that's they can you. mix up with the uh, that's you, brother. runners. Yeah. yeah. And they can perform. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. What is? Do you have any uh, connection to Koreans? Is it just training home, training home? Do you have any connection to the local lady selling carrots or tomatoes? Or do you have many interactions with Koreans? Or, again, it's just strictly business. For now, I have no, no much interaction mm-hmm. because of the language barrier. Mm-hmm. I've not yet known the Korean language. Well. Maybe the interaction is between us and the manager, maybe his family. Do you partake? Do you do any sightseeing or partake in any... Uh, Korean events, festivals, ceremonies. Do you do anything cultural in Korea? No. <laughs> Wins marathons. <laughs> I saw the... <laughs> Most of the weekdays we are in... We just... Start heavy training. I saw the Cherry Blossom training. Festival in Gyeongju. Yeah. <laughs> took my check and went home. <laughs> oh, dude, that's awesome. That's really cool. But you can yeah. just learn the Korean culture, language... Yeah. You can be able to interact. Sure, yeah. sure. Because when, like, you go to marathons, Koreans, maybe they, you just know the greetings, a few words. Mm. So even if you wanted to interact, it's a bit... All right. Does the manager go to all the races with you guys? Not all. No. Who who drives you to... The managers, maybe his son. Oh, okay, okay. Or his daughter. Mm. Yeah. Cool. That's okay, awesome. one, more, one more shout out to the shoe company. What is the name? Uh, World Run Shoe called Carbon Z. Carbon Z. Ah, I like it. I like it. Are they all pink? No. Are they, I saw the, the picture you sent me. I saw you and your um, and your teammate, and I was like, whoa, that's a bright. They're a bright shoe. Yeah. And you guys have a booth at each marathon promoting the shoes? Is that right? Yeah. Sweet. And these are, you know, it, it was just a shoe, but now it has the input of, yeah. of professional runners, and yeah. it's been uh, modified and adapted to become the wonderful shoe it is today and shout out with the time it will be competing with maybe nike yeah, really yeah wow yes i like it would uh, you ever develop a shoe in kenya another brand i think everybody would like that that's the best guys in the world <laughs> yeah you can but most of them are taken by the international the shoes. big guys yeah, yeah. yeah. big contracts right? sell their yeah. shoes. <laughs> cool shout out to them but listen dude we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up very happy to have met you 
very happy that we uh, made the schedule uh, connect today. After. Wasn't wasn't easy, but yeah, thanks for thanks for making the sacrifice to come. I think uh, I think a lot of people listening to this will will take a a lot from it. There's a lot of good information that uh, that was spread today. So thank you very much, and I'm looking. You're gonna win the yeah. Soul Marathon. We're gonna have another interview. Yeah. And we're just gonna spread the eighty thousand dollars around here. We're just, gonna, we're just gonna make it rain in this place. <laughs> Anyways, dude, thank you so much. It's yeah. uh, it's been a pleasure meeting you and talking to you. Bye, bye, everyone. Talk to you soon. <laughs>